0: Have you felt a sense of deep loss this last year, or experienced feelings of dislocation or loneliness unlike what you felt before? This next title offers a moving personal narrative and instruction on the transformative power of rest and retreat. Welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Jana, also known as Jana, and in today's episode, I'm reviewing Wintering, The Power of Rest and Retreat in Difficult Times, Written by Katherine May and read by Rebecca Lee. All of us have experienced unforeseen circumstances like an abrupt illness, the death of a loved one, a breakup, or a job loss. These experiences can be deeply lonely and confusing. I'm reviewing this book because I'm thinking of all the people I know who are living through what may feel like one of the most difficult winters of a lifetime. I'm also stubbornly determined to become the sort of person who enjoys winter. If you're feeling isolated by the pandemic and tempted to hibernate, you're in good company. In wintering, Catherine May reveals what happened to her as her husband fell ill, her son stopped attending school, and her own medical issues led her to leave a demanding job. Wintering explores how she not only endured this painful time, but embraced the unexpected opportunities it offered to her. Ultimately, May shows us what it means to accept sadness and disappointment and find nourishment in deep retreat, joy in the hushed beauty of winter, and encouragement in understanding life as a cyclical and not a linear experience. Rebecca Lee's remarkably soothing voice made this a relaxing listen and a perfect soundtrack for one of my own early morning winter walks. May's vivid descriptions and storytelling make fascinating connections across literature and mythology, and she reveals what we can learn about ourselves by examining the lives of wolves, bees, and dormice in winter and hibernation. On a side note, I had to Google dormouse hibernating since I hadn't seen a Dormouse before, which was well worth the cuteness overload that the Google results brought up. May's examples tend to be region-specific. She focuses mostly on sources of mythology and traditions specific to the UK or Scandinavia. I would be very curious to know how she might weave in examples from Russia or Canada, since both countries have rich winter mythologies and traditions. May also explores cold water swimming with a friend and experiences a sense of exhilaration and mental and physical health benefits. There is increasing evidence that cold water exposure or cryotherapy can help treat depression, bipolar disorder, and other mood disorders. So I found May's story about Dorte Liger of Denmark, who overcame hypomania and depression using this form of therapy, to be especially interesting. Regularly swimming or even simply resting in water of 7 to 8 degrees Celsius, along with several other lifestyle changes, helped Ligar taper off and ultimately stop taking medication while under her psychiatrist's supervision. May says, quote, If happiness is a skill, then sadness is too. Perhaps through all those years at school, or perhaps through other terrors, we are taught to ignore sadness to stuff it down into our satchels and pretend it isn't there as adults we often have to learn to hear the clarity of its call that is wintering it is the active acceptance of sadness it is the practice of allowing ourselves to feel it as a need it is the courage to stare down the worst parts of our experience and to commit to healing them the best way we can wintering is a moment of intuition our true needs felt keenly as a knife, unquote. I highly recommend this audiobook to anyone open to reframing how they see loss, loneliness, or time and productivity. It seems liberating to allow ourselves to accept uncertainty, even if only for moments. Wintering reignited my own determination to find ways to embrace the cold and explore all that this season has to offer in spite of the current pandemic restrictions and isolation. If you do listen to wintering, I hope you'll take May's advice to heart. She says, you'll find wisdom in your winter, and once it's over, it's your responsibility to pass it on. And in return, it is our responsibility to listen to those who have wintered before us.